Happy Sunday! Welcome back to another episode of Adult Track. It is gorgeous outside, but it is also September. Like, what is going on? But anyway, let's get straight into it. So a couple of weeks ago, I made a new, new, new TikTok account. And I'm verging on having about five now. And before you ask me, Steph, like, why? I'm going to explain, okay? So the presence accounts that I have, a lot of them, all of them, were made in moments of, like, hyperfixation. It was me wanting to find another way to make some money and figuring out what works best on social and just trying it out, basically. Like, my main account, where I put most of my stuff, was made right when TikTok first became a thing. And since then, I'd put out a load of random content from like dance videos to lip syncs to cap cup templates. And the algorithm was confused. I was confused. My followers were confused. Like nobody knew what was going on there because there was no niche. And as much as I don't believe you should have to niche all the way down, I feel like there should be a recurring theme in your content. So it basically just felt like the inside of my pre-diagnosed brain. And I say pre-diagnosed brain like my brain is any better now. It's still very much scrambled eggs, but I feel like there's a little bit more direction. But anyway, then I'd put out a lot of content that was curated with an idea of who I thought I was supposed to be. The me that I thought other people would like and not actually me. Now, in part, that was because I didn't know exactly who that was yet. But it was also because I didn't think anyone would care for the version of me that I was in that moment. So I was constantly showing a what I think I should be like version of me that was also family and friends friendly. And it just felt inauthentic because it absolutely was. And because of that, it wasn't sustainable. But now I feel like I have a better grip on who I am and what I'm about, I really just felt like this new era of Steph deserved a fresh start. So I gave myself that. And it's not the first time I've done it. I honestly love starting again because every single time I do, I learn something new about myself. Like figuring out who I am has literally felt like trying to piece together a puzzle, but I've got this giant box of pieces and some fit and some don't. And the only way to figure out the pieces that do fit and start to build this picture of who I am and who I'm supposed to be is by literally trying out every single piece. And it sounds like a really long process, and it is. But because of that, I'm starting to build a really beautiful picture of who I am meant to be. So take that risk, Ma. Take that risk, that thing that you've been putting off because you're afraid, go and do it. Because if I'm testament to anything, is that things may work out beautifully. And even if it doesn't, you can rest in the fact that you tried and it's just not for you. Like in the past, I have been held back from doing the things that I wanted to do because it was different from what I was already doing, because I was afraid of what people were going to say about my new content or about this new hobby or my style or whatever it is. I was terrified of being judged. But I've come to realize that 
none of those things have anything to do with me. They're all about other people and their perceptions. And honestly, it doesn't actually matter what we do in this life. There's always going to be someone that's not going to agree with our choices. And that's cool. Like, their disagreement is very much their business. And we don't have to internalize their perceptions as truth. Because if we do, it's just going to block us from figuring out exactly where we need to be. I mean, the whole TikTok thing, it's only been a few weeks. And I by no means have been consistent with it. And I have by no means blown up. But I am just proud of myself for putting my authentic self out there finally. Like, it's really helping me accept myself and get more comfortable with showcasing my personality outside of the judgment from people around me. Like, when I say no one I know can really find me on there, like, sync on everything is off because I want to allow myself to build that confidence and that courage outside of their gaze so that I can pop out and be like, yes, honey, like this is who I am. And every day I'm finding that courage to stop caring about what they think and just focus on what's really best for me, my happiness and my progression. And I love that for me because I'm really enjoying this journey of self-discovery. Now, if someone said to me a year ago, it's not the destination, it's the journey, I would have rolled my eyes so bloody hard. But it's actually my reality right now. Across everything that I'm doing, I really feel like I'm getting close to living in my purpose. So I'm just going to keep moving in that direction, like in the direction that feels right, and keep reminding myself that there's going to be stuff that I'm going to do and I'm going to try and I'm absolutely going to hate it. And there will be things that I will fall in love with as well. And I'm all for living a purpose-driven life. And doing what you love lies at the heart of that. Like we really grow up being taught that once we choose what we want to do, that is it. If I go to uni and I choose a science degree, I'm stuck for life. So we walk around as like budding adults thinking that we've sealed our fate, but that couldn't be any further from the truth. Your girl has a psychology and criminology degree. Like, I genuinely thought when I was sitting in those lectures that I was going to become a crime scene investigator or something. Me, the babe that feels sick at the sight of wet crumbs on a plate, investigating crime scenes. Girl, Girl, no, like I'm a whole goddamn creative now. And let me tell you, it was a long journey to even get here. But transferable skills gave me the in that I needed. Like I've used my degree so many times to my advantage. I would go into interviews and talk about how I have an insight into what drives different people, how I can analyze key concepts and categorize them based on different target markets and these are not things that are specific to just my degree if you've written a dissertation you've probably done that too your degree will say that you're good at research you might not like that bit I hate it but you know if I have to do it I will so after all the stress and strife that the education system has actually put me through turns out it wasn't good for nothing because I truly believe 
It has played a role in helping me get to where I am in this very moment. And obviously, there are larger factors that were in play that allowed me to get to the point where I'm at. But the point is, I made it. My whole career is testament to the fact that progression is not linear. It's whatever you want to make it. Like, I have been a lot of things in this life. And I've tried a lot of different things too. Like, I was a waitress, an actress, a wannabe producer, an influenza, <laughs> an entrepreneur. I have tried every single little stray piece in that puzzle box. <laughs> and I've learned something different from each and every one of them. And every single one of those things has actually contributed to how I operate in my everyday life and in my work life. Like making clothes helped me define my style. It got me drawing and thinking outside of the box. Being an actress and producing content for social taught me that actually, I don't want to be paid to be anyone else in front of the camera besides myself. And with some of them, I realized very quickly that my desire to be in some of those things was rooted in the wrong reasons. And there was a point where my decision to let go of them felt a lot like I was failing. But I remind myself often that it's actually okay to let go of things that don't quite feel right. And in the process of getting to where you want to go, there is going to be a lot of these moments and a lot of actual failures too. And I'm just really learning to accept that progression isn't always going to look like I'm constantly on the up and up. I was looking through like old files from back when I had a blog one day and I was just looking for content inspiration for this. And I got to reading some of the things that I'd written and I was taking in the content like, who is this woman? Like the energy that was coming off those pages was not positive. It was chaotic, a bit broken. And I will absolutely do an episode just reading them out just so you can hear what I say. But that babe was desperate for some love and validation. That was me about two, three years ago. And after I'd read them, I just had to sit for a moment and take in how far I'd actually come. I still have days where I feel like I'm not making any progress and I'm just stuck in a bit of a loop, but I'm still so much further than that girl that was writing those blog posts about her life. So when you're feeling like you're not making any progress, I really recommend just taking a second to think back or look back at the woman you were five years ago, 10 years ago, whenever. Dig out an old journal or diary and just remember what she was like and celebrate the little things that you've done to combat whatever it was she was going through in those moments that got you to where you are right now listening to me. Because some days the charts are going to look like you're on a downhill trajectory. But if you change that view from three months to all time, or even just five years, you'll see that in actuality, you're trending upwards, honey. And that's probably the most mathematical analogy you're ever going to hear from me. Okay? Point is, we're making progress, okay? That's what matters the most, even on the bad days. And now in hindsight, I can see that a lot of how I was feeling was largely influenced by the things that I was choosing to spend my time doing. I wasn't doing them for the right reasons. 
And so instead of contributing to my happiness, they were bringing me down. And I've mentioned before that I was notorious for doing things on the pretense that I was going to make some serious moolah from it. But money is not a solid enough motivator for me. It has no roots. It has no sentimental value. It's just here and then it's gone. And because of that, when it comes to work that I'm doing based off of that attribution, I never really end up putting in the work that I need to to get it off the ground. And the whole process just ends up feeling like a chore because the money doesn't come straight away. And I do think for some people, that's why they end up wealthy and miserable because chasing wealth doesn't actually bring you happiness. Of course, I'd much rather cry in a Bugatti than on a bus. But either way, I'm still balling. Like, it didn't matter how many lip glosses I made, how many tops I attempted to sew. I was unsatisfied because the action brought me no joy. Chasing the bag actually made me miserable. But because we live in such a hustle culture, I always thought that was how it was supposed to be. But I, I, I don't want that. <laughs> I want a soft and happy life, please. I want to work and I want to enjoy it. I want to feel like it's filling me up with power and energy and like gold dust. And to some people that might sound overly idealistic, but I don't think it is. A few years ago, when I was still a young spring chicken, a manager of mine actually said to me, do what you love and the money will follow. And at the time, it didn't mean much to me because the only thing I loved was watching Netflix, pretending the world didn't exist and making money. <laughs> but eventually, I got fed up of living life like a lazy babe. So I had to have a serious conversation with myself about my future and who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do because I wanted to feel fulfilled. I wanted to feel like there was a reason for me being on this planet. The only times I could remember doing anything that made me feel that way was when I was making YouTube videos in my bed or podcasting with my friends. But I couldn't do either of those things anymore. So I had to think a little deeper. Why did those things bring me such joy? What values of mine were they nourishing? Because I figured if I worked in a direction of what fulfills my desires on a basic level, not only would I be getting that feeling again, I'd also be much more likely to keep at it and pour into it how I needed to in order for it to be fruitful at one point. The analysis that I had to do, ciao. I learned that the moments that made me feel at my highest was when I had the freedom to bring to life something of my own creation. And it allowed me to use the things I've learned throughout my life to help or entertain people. So from that, I drew that my pillars are to help, to create, and to share. And from that, this podcast was born. Like words can't explain how much my perspective and my feel for life has transformed since I started this podcast. Like my heart literally swells often at the thought of it. And on the days when I can't be asked to do it, I get up and I do it anyway because I'm so looking forward to that feeling of just getting it done, of being able to create, help and share within my own decisions. Like I don't make any money from this right now, but I know that when I get to the point where I do, it will just be that added bonus and it won't be a driving factor. I just need to keep nourishing 
those values wherever it may take me. And in this moment in time, it took me to that new TikTok account. You see how we come full circle and now it all makes sense because I know that as long as I'm helping, creating and sharing, I'm going to be happy. And that's the ultimate goal, to feel happy and fulfilled and still at some point be able to make a whole load of money. So forget what we did before. Forget everyone else and what they think. Who cares? This, this journey, this life is about us and finding what we want to do for ourselves and ourselves only and filling our own cup from the inside. Like I truly believe that you will reap the best results by just following your heart. And it sounds kind of airy-fairy, so I understand if you're not sure yet, like that's perfectly okay. But my challenge to you would be to just try it. Trust yourself. Do it anyway. And today's song of the session is (laughs) ETA by KY, because we are on our way. Like this song pumps me up to just get up and get stuff done. So forget everything that's happened. The tsunami has come. It's washed everything that isn't for us away. And now it's time to make space for what truly fulfills us so we can make our way towards what is ours. I will see you next week. <laughs>